What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Onnet Radio. If you're just joining us, welcome. We do video games around these parts. It's like a book club, but for video games. My name's Dale Flashpoint. I'm joined here by... Hi, I'm Faden Cross. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jake McCaskill. Welcome, friends. Jake, thanks for joining us again. This is you're your welcome. second time, right? Yeah. We have a returning guest. Mm-hmm. He filled yeah, in for you when you were gone, Dale. It's true. Thank you, Jake. Thank no, you. This is like an Avengers movie. It's like everyone's <laughs> kind of is. <laughs> we got our team up here. What is our Avengers title? Game Avengers. I was more thinking like subtitle, I guess, like the pit of nostalgia. That's what this. Uh, that's what this uh, iteration oh. is called. Okay. Oh, okay. Can we be the multiverse of of Michael? Why Michael? <laughs> I don't know. It starts with the letter M. Oh, okay. Okay. Multiverse of Michael. Multiverse of Michael. That's uh, okay. Um, or we could be the age of um, upset spaghetti. The age of upset spaghetti. No, I mean upsetty spaghetti. Because oh. everyone's upsetty spaghetti right now about U.S. politics, which I don't think we should... Th- oh my I god i fucking brought <laughs> oh, it up that took a turn <laughs> that was a swerve that was like that was intentionally hitting someone across the other side of the road sort of drive by jeez <laughs> i guess i guess so but if you're not upsetty spaghetti then get out of our age <laughs> okay dale i got a question for you okay dale this question is important okay what's the game you played this month a game that I spent probably a little more time on it than I should have. Well, no, I had a lot of fun playing it. I played a lot of GTA Online this month. Ooh. Believe it or not. Yeah, I've uh, I've got a couple of buds, mm. and we're doing the motorcycle club missions and the CEO bank missions and the nightclub missions. And I took the role of motorcycle club captain. Uh, my friend Joe took the role of the banker. And my buddy Alex took the role of the nightclub owner. So we'll trade off, like, who needs to do what. What does it mean to be a motorcycle club biker or whatever? Yeah, specifically in Grand Theft Auto, uh, owning a motorcycle club will allow you to grow and sell drugs. Um, Oh. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) So I've got a cocaine lockup, I've got a meth farm, and I've got a weed distillery. Wait. (laughs) uh, Something like that. That's a lot. Hold up. Weed distillery? Isn't that what farm? you do? You farm meth. You grow it from the ground. <laughs> yep. Um, you lock cocaine up because your kids can't have it. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and you distill weed, right? Isn't that what Isn't that what craft beer is all about? The distilling of the buds and the herbs? Yes. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure everyone else was aware. Okay. We're all on the same page. Yep. Have you gotten a lot of money from these things? Oh yeah, yeah. I've got about in in the time that we have played, I've made almost a million dollars. There's kind of a lot of money on GTA Online, kind of. Do you have an in-world persona like Heisenberg? Hell yeah, I do. They call me the boss. <laughs> the boss. The boss. Why do they call you the boss? Oh, I think probably because they work for me. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, I don't nice. I don't have a Heisenberg like persona, no. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, Jake, have you been playing a game this month that you want to shout out? Yes, I have been playing um, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Oh, that's weird. Right? Why is, why is I, that? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, well, I was playing this other game called Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. I think it was last month. And I was like, man, I am still in the mood for <laughs> N64 era Legend of Zelda. So I booted it up and I was like, uh, and you know what? Majora's Mask is is debatably my favorite Zelda game. Mm-hmm. So why are you debating with yourself? You can you can pick, or or you know that maybe the debate is what you live for. Well, the thing is, I have a well, that's kind of what it is because like you know it's it almost depends on my mood. It's either Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask. It's like I can't decide, you know, because I love them both for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. What are you playing Majora's Mask on? The Wii U, because it's the closest I can get to the N64 version without breaking the law. <laughs> you but know what you, I mean. You could also be cool and do crimes. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not <laughs> breaking the law. It's a digital backup of a game I already own. Okay. <laughs> what have you been enjoying about Majora's Mask? I mean... I've just like been taking my time with it. it. So I played the the 3DS version and it's uh it's like prettier, I guess, but they actually changed some things around. Like save points and where certain masks are. Um Wait, so they changed where masks are? At least one for sure. Um this I think it's the uh the stone mask in the original version of Majora's Mask, you get the stone mask by going to um I want to say it's the east where the Icana Canyon is. Okay. And you would take a Pona and jump over a fence and you would need the lens of truth and you'd be able to see an invisible guard. In the 3DS version, when you're in the Gerudo well it's not it's not the Gerudo Pirate. It's just the Pirate Fortress. When you're in the Pirate Fortress um, that same invisible soldier is sitting at the base of the ladder in the middle of the fortress. Um, I think it was because they wanted people who were playing now to know, like, where... Like, they'd be able to find it easier rather than, you know, maybe having to happen upon it playing in the 64 version. Because it makes you invisible. And when you're in the pirate fortress, if they catch you, they throw you out. So, okay. you know, it, it's sort of easy to overlook if you don't think to go to Icana Canyon with Epona, you know, so, yeah. I played a little bit of the 3DS version, maybe about halfway through. I've never beaten Majora's Mask. I've always had a hard time with it. Um, and, and then shortly after I stopped playing the 3DS version, I read that it is considered the worst version of the game. Oh, Yeah. It like, is. Specifically, the Deku Scrub mask, they fundamentally changed the movement, and now the Deku Scrub is a lot slower, and you sink in the water much faster, and you just can't get to places like you used to. Even worse, though, is the Zora mask. So, to swim around as the Zora, um, did you did you get that far? I got that far. I got the Zora mask. Yeah, so you know how, like, I think you hit, like, the right trigger, and then you like get electric and like spinny and stuff like that. Right. Well, in 
the original, um, that was like using a power, but you could still swim fast and you could break like wooden barriers underwater by swimming into yeah. it. But you can't do that in the 3DS version. You have to use the magic power. So if you run out of magic, then you need to go get like magic jars or something. But huh, yeah, that does not sound good at all. Weird choices for sure. Are you planning on finishing the game, or is this just one of those things where you're going to drive in, drive in, dive in a little bit? <laughs> I might drive in. Uh, yeah, drive I'm, in, drive oh, out. I'm definitely going to beat it. I'm definitely okay. going to beat it. I'm going to get all the masks before I beat it, because uh, I always do. And then, <laughs> yeah. You know what I love about that game? It I feels don't. like lived in. Like, it feels mm. like, like for a for a game of that time, like with the... Uh, the I think it was called the Stockpot Inn. Like all of the characters have their own little story. Like it feels like a real world, you know? Um, minus the magic and the moon with the face. But other than that stuff, it's it like I, I really feel like there are stakes. And mm-hmm. some of the stories, like everything about it is so morbid. Um, super creepy. I love it. Do you have a favorite anyway. story? So I mean, everyone likes, uh, I want to say it's Cafe and I forget the the girl's name, but it's basically the fiance and fiance that are fiancés where one of them gets turned into a child by the Skull Kid. And you have to, it's the longest mission in the game for sure, because you get all these different masks to, um, God, I don't want to spoil it. Are either of you ever going to play it? It's... <laughs> Well, it's Faden's favorite Zelda game. <laughs> I never said it's my favorite. The answer for me is probably not. I I did a chunk of that, but you're right. It's a lot of masks. Yeah. Let, let's explain the ending. Well, of that story, it's like, basically, you know, Cafe gets turned into a child. He is ashamed, so he doesn't want to be seen by his fiance. So he's like avoiding you. The whole, He's avoiding her and avoiding you. And... You're trying to find the couple's mask, I think. No, it's not the... Yes, it is. It's the couple's mask. Because it was supposed to be like a wedding gift. It's like our wedding ring, I guess. In the game, it's the couple's mask. Is their like symbol. So, you go through all of these different missions. You finally get the couple's mask. And then when you get the couple's mask from them at the end, it's... The the game is built so it's like it's got to be in the last like hour that you have them both reunited in the hotel and they give you the couple's mask. So the moon is falling. It's like it's the end. It's a it's a playthrough where basically you're supposed to think that everyone's going to die. And they're like, we'll stay here together, you know, and they don't say it, but it's very much implying like we'll die together, mm-hmm. which is pretty heavy. Um, but that's not my favorite mission. Funny enough, that's just my favorite story. My favorite mission in Majora's Mask is the alien one, where you go and you have to fight basically the Flatwoods monsters um, while they try and steal the cows. Do you guys know what the Flatwoods monsters are? I really need to replay this game. A lot of it's escaping me. That's okay. They're, no, it's just they're aliens that are invading the ranch, but they are um, they are styled... Uh, after the Flatwoods monster from West Virginia. I think it's West Virginia. Oh, oh, the Flatwoods monster is a real life thing. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they're real monsters, but they're <laughs> it's like a real folk legend. Mm -hmm. It's pretty fun. Like the Wendigo or something. But yeah, that's so, so uh, that's what I've been playing. Neat. Thank you for giving me like seven minutes of time to talk about a different <laughs> Legend of Zelda game. Yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, oh, I'm sure it'll come up again. <laughs> oh yeah. For for me this month, I've been playing way too much of Battlefront Two. Not the original mm. classic one, but the 2017 one that opened so much controversy that Europe decided to legislate loot boxes. Wow. So it's, it's good? It's great! I love it. I love it now. It is pretty much a dead game. It's a squad shooter. It's a squad shooter. It's a good squad shooter. Especially when you finally have a squad to shoot with. I yeah. highly recommend anyone checking this out, especially if they can grab it on sale for like three bucks. It goes on sale often. It's pretty cheap. But yeah, right now, every weekend is just a double XP weekend. Every Wednesdays is just a triple XP. They don't have loot boxes really anymore. It's more just you play a character, you play a class, you level up, you unlock skills, and you can do fancy things with the skills. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah, completely sold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also just very Star Wars. I don't know. Can't complain too much. I remember the soundtrack being very good, and some of the, there were some moments of real, depending on what missions you select, there's some real moments of push back, push forward, push back, push forward. Mm -hmm. And some of the missions, you can get stuck doing that for yeah. a long time. But some of them, it's like intense. It's really fun. You're contesting these points. You're... Going into the hollowed out husk of an ATAT and attacking a crashed star destroyer that the other team is trying to defend as their base. It's, some, it's good Star Wars. Yeah, I've been liking the Starfighter Assault stuff a lot too. Especially there's this great mission that's on Ryloth where you're trying to break a, a, a Separatist blockade and you have to destroy one of the big battle stations that Anakin destroys in Episode 1. You get to fly inside a thing and blow up the reactor. It's perfect classic Star Wars shit. You go inside the big thing, you blow it up from the inside. Yeah, it's just it's just a good time. It's a good time doing it with people that you like. Just get a group of yeah. four people. You got a full squad, you can spawn on them. One of you might be a Jedi at some point, and it's always it was always fun to just follow them around. Yeah. That sounds like fun. You know, classic, classic stuff. But we also have another classic thing to get into, I think, this month. Arguably the most classic video game ever released by the human race. <laughs> like, some would say the most classic. There are people Debatably. out I might be one of them. <laughs> what game did we play this month, Dale? Faden, we played Mankind's Magnum Opus. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time.
And Jake decided to be a wonderful guest. And he will be doing our elevator pitch, our 30-second summary that is basically us pitching the game to the other. Who's got a <laughs> clock? I got a clock. Oh, I was going to say I had a clock, but if you got a clock, you go for it. I mean, it. I, I have a timer. I don't trust you. No, 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 no. You got to let us do it. Uh, all right. <laughs> Tell me when. Go. Okay, so you start out as a young um, boy that looks like an elf but is not an elf in the forest, and a tree tells you that you need to get all of these sacred stones from different parts of the map. You grab the stones, then you go to a, a temple, then you grow up seven years, and then you find out that this guy from the desert is uh, is ruling over everything, and then you have to go and kill him, and then you go back in time, and your fairy buddy leaves you. God damn, how much more time does he have left? And that's 30 seconds right there. <laughs> it's interesting hearing someone else do the uh, 30 second pitch because, well, Dale and I don't really get to the point at all, ever. Almost never. <laughs> never. <laughs> I was like, so help me God, I am going to at least cover the basic outline of the story. <laughs> you did it. Okay, you did. You did. Yeah, you did very thank well. You. That's literally the story. But I think yeah. first we yeah. should go through our history. Sure. Our personal histories with this game. Dale, do you want to go first? I, I, I don't want to go first. You go first, Faden. Oh, no. Okay, so my yeah. personal... You, because you... Yeah, okay, you go ahead. <laughs> my personal history, as both of you are aware of, is I fundamentally have never liked this game. Even as a kid playing it, I did not like this game. I could never finish it. I would always get to the third dungeon, Jabba Jabu's belly, and give the fuck up. I would just rage quit because my patience was always tried. And so for Game Club this month, I finally played through this game and beat it. And oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. How do you feel? Uh, I feel mostly minorly mostly positive uh-huh mm -hmm. what's your history dale oh my gosh so i went to uh i went to a daycare one time and uh just then once. I stopped going to that daycare because <laughs> i was too old for it um, mm -hmm. and so my i was like just old enough to not go to daycare but not old enough to where my parents wanted me to stay at home all summer as a as like we'll say 12 maybe 11 or 12 uh and so they found um friend and local teacher mrs shaka and mrs shaka had her son keith who i went to school with and i knew keith and keith and i were buds and keith was two years older than i was and keith had all the nintendo games so it wasn't it wasn't Ocarina first. It was Wind Waker, which was the first one I ever played. Played, oh Just wow! Fooled around on Outset Island, figured it out, got on the boat, got on the pirate ship, that kind of thing. I think I made it all the way even to the Forsaken Fortress the first time, and I loved it. I was hooked. Zelda. So I went back the next summer to Keith's house, and this time Keith was like, "Well, you got to play this one, Ocarina of Time, because this one came before Wind Waker," and. There was something about it. I don't. I, I couldn't tell you quite what it was. The difference, maybe, 
maybe it was hitting that time skip, advancing those seven years forward, and seeing the difference between the adolescent, youthful Link and now kind of a more maturing, like, whoa, maybe, maybe one day I could be that hero. Maybe one day I could change that world. I don't know. It resonated with me. And then I kept playing it. Didn't get to beat it then. But shortly after, my friend gave me a Nintendo 64 just because he had one lying around. Oh, wow. He just, he just gave me the game. Uh, and and uh, I beat it all the way through. Famously, we went through the water temple on my own without a map, without, a, well, I should say without a strategy guide. All you have to do is look at the map in the game. Duh, that's what it's there for. <laughs> I love this game. I've played this game so much. I uh, once upon a time was visiting some friends in college when I was a senior in high school, and they were all stoned as fuck. And this was before I myself partook. So I was like hanging out. They were having a good time. And, and one of them was at the final boss, Ganondorf. Couldn't beat him. Couldn't beat him for shit. And I was like, well... You're getting real frustrated there. He's like, yeah, man, fuck. I just want to get to the end of the game. I don't fucking care who does it. And I stepped in and I volunteered and in one fell swoop, showed him what for. And they these stoned 20-somethings were like blown away, dude. Oh <laughs> these stoners gosh. were like, "Won't isn't there a gamer with the right amount of skill to be able to complete this notoriously difficult game? Who among us is powerful enough? And I said, yea, verily, it is at my behest. I will finish this quest. Your prayers are answered, good stoner. <laughs> you became that guy. I was the guy. You became that guy it. who saved the world. Just like I hoped I one day could. <laughs> you, you did save their world, that's for I sure. I saved their world. Yeah, oh yeah. They... <laughs> They're, they're, they're probably telling smoked more. <laughs> they're probably telling this exact story on their podcast. Oh, for sure. This one time, some high school kid. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, what is your history with Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time? Honestly, mine was pretty standard. I had a Nintendo sixty four, and then my dad, um, I we lived with some people that also had a Nintendo sixty four. And they uh, they just told my dad that it was really good. And so my dad got it. And I was <laughs> like, this was like the year it, <laughs> excuse me, this is like the year it came out. Um, so I was actually, you know, I was able to play it like from the beginning. Well, I, you know what? Technically, that's not. No, we lived somewhere before that. And I went over to a friend's place in the same apartment building. And he showed me just the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Um kokiri forest like literally just that it was like the the opening and then like walking around and at the time i was like whoa this is all like mystical and stuff they're in like a forest and like fairies you know um but yeah no so i played it and like most people who played it when it first came out um it just like you know it was something something really special you know so i played it like i played at least i played and beat it at least like once every couple of years um, whether it's on the DS or now it's going to be on the Wii U now that I have that. I wish I had a Nintendo 64, but no, yeah. It's just something I grew up with. I play mm -hmm. pretty much every Zelda game because of it, so yeah. 
this was your first Zelda game. It was. It was my first Zelda game. This is the game that introduced me to the Legend of Zelda series. Damn. Yeah, I'm not complaining. For me, that was Link to the Past. Also an amazing game. Yeah. Which is probably why I didn't like this one that much when I first played it. But now I, I, I think I think it's very interesting. I noticed this when I was playing this game. I hear this joke that all games are like Ocarina of Time. That Ocarina huh. of Time was a, such a magnetic force that well, that games cop like wanted to copy it. It wanted to build its same uh, adventure style model. Yeah, I mean it's very it's I don't want to call it formulaic, but it has a formula to it that is pretty you know. Well, everyone's just started doing it. Yeah. I the it's not intro a bad formula. I mean, here's the thing. I think it has made games worse because they kind of didn't realize what Legend of Zelda was doing and they had to do like a weird facsimile of it. I think about the introduction area where everyone is giving you the tutorial instructions because literally every single character in the Kakori yeah. Forest <laughs> is just a tutorial prompt. That's yes. like a late 90s like thing though. Like, especially in N64 games, it's like the beginning. I don't think you see that nearly as much. Like, now they try to integrate it into, like, a more seamless... Loading screens. No, I think what they do now is now they make it longer. I think they take this exact concept. How about and... Fallout 3? Yeah. I was literally just thinking about that. It, it Not only... Like the thing that Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time does that these games don't is you can skip the tutorials for the most part in Ocarina of Time if you just don't talk to people. But now games make you talk to everyone to tell you exactly how to move, how to target, how to access your menu, how to access your sub menus, how to buy things. Here's some caps. Go to the store, buy this specific item you won't use ever again. That's the buying instruction. Wow, I feel like I'm playing final, a critically acclaimed Final Fantasy XIV MMO online. <laughs> that one's a different beast. <laughs> the tutorial is the first 40 hours of that game. Uh, first 100. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, Ocarina of Time did it right. Yeah, I think it did it fine. I'm just mad that it gave everyone the idea. <laughs> that's that's a, Okay. Yeah, you can be grumpy about that. Yeah, I'm very the, grumpy the sameness about that. Of, uh, of Jack and Daxter and mm -hmm. uh, Ratchet and Clank. I don't. Yeah, those Ocarina ones do it time. fine. It's more just like the big triple A games still try to capture that vibe, try to incorporate the tutorial level into like this cinematic experience that I find utterly like awful. I don't know. How do you, how how does the opening make you two feel? So I'm going to be honest, I feel like my experience with it and how I how I look at it, because like, I don't even know how it would. But if I played like The Last of Us or Uncharted right now, and it had a similar structure to Ocarina of Time, I don't think it would vibe with me. Because if somebody was telling my character to press any button and then you can throw a rock... That would just take me out of the experience. But with Ocarina of Time, I think because I grew up with it, 
I have like nostalgia that just admits everything. Like of all the flaws and glitches and stuff, like to <laughs> me, that's like part of the experience. That's like what makes it it for me. You know what I mean? Like Ocarina of Time and what makes it special to me. So <laughs> I kind of feel like I am not really a good person to ask because <laughs> like I like it. I like it for what it is. But, you know, it's the same reason why I like Phantom Menace and so many people hate it. It's because, like, for me, what makes it Phantom Menace, what makes it Ocarina of Time is, is like, why it's special to me. So, like, the nostalgia is no matter what, you can never remove it baked in. Yeah, and I'm not complaining about that. I, I think no, it's that not the a game bad thing. is still, like, good, but I could see someone who... Like, you said that you've played it before, and you just never beat it. But, like, if someone was like, I'm getting into video games now, what game should I try? If if they if they started Ocarina of Time today, like, I feel like that would be a different experience for them, just inherently, because there's so many other things that have, you know, evolved in the video game industry. Like a dual-access camera. <laughs> Did you have that issue? <laughs> Not having the dual access camera, Dale? That, okay. So I was going to s- echo a lot of Jake's sentiments. Nostalgia really is baked in for me. Um, I have never played this game, I guess, outside of a Nintendo setting before. So emulating it with an Xbox controller. Here my <laughs> thumbs are sitting on two sticks. And... I mapped the right stick to the C stick for items. Right. And most of the time I remembered that. Most of the time I did. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But not all of the time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because there was that instinct. By the end of the game, I was Z-targeting to navigate the camera and figure where I was. And it, it, it had come back to me and I had, you know, muscle memoried the new control scheme a little bit. But that was one of the biggest curves for me in this revisit. That being said, I fucking love this game. This is one. This is this is the best game ever made. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> you can tell me otherwise, but I won't. I won't hear it because of this. This fondness I have, this youthful joy that comes out every time I hear those intro intro da 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 bump 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 at the Kokiri Forest music every single time just warms my heart and brings a smile to my face you you can't take that away from me this game soundtrack i will admit i will say it is a banger i absolutely love the soundtrack the song of storms forever will be Aww. something that sticks with me they had some that game has some freaking bangers like the Gerudo uh the Gerudo Valley, Valley. that yes. oh my god that Twin Rova yes. oh my god the Even music Zelda's inside Lullaby. the spirit temple yes oh we could actually get into some of the lore of the dungeon music too but there's lore to dungeon music so i don't know if you wanted to but the Fire of Temple course. originally had different kinds, uh, a different kind of music in, in the original version. Also, on there's a, the... Yeah, there's a 1.0 and a 1.1 cartridge. Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah, so it used to be Islamic chanting that Whoa. was taken from stock 
audio. Like they you they just took it from stock audio and they thought that it went with it. Turns out someone who was familiar with Islamic music or mm-hmm. Islamic chanting prayers, I think, um, recognized it. So in uh, the second version, like Dale said, it um, they had to put out a different kind of audio for that temple. And I don't know if you knew this, but in the original Mirror Shield, there was a uh, it was a uh, moon and a star, so it looked like that that symbol. Um, mm-hmm. And that symbol was also on the movable blocks. And I want to say say other things, too. But basically, for the same reason, they had to change that symbol on all of those assets. So there was actually a little bit. There was a patch. They patched Ocarina of Time. (laughs) Kind of. That's wild. I think I might have the original. Yeah, Yeah. then you might. Yeah, because now it's like that. That shield, that weird, like, mask-looking image on the Yeah, because mirror my mirror shield didn't have a mask. That's why I thought it looked so odd. Because I f- could remember the, the, the weird mask image on the mirror shield. And then when I looked at it playing Ocarina of Time, I was like, oh, this is just, yeah, like, me... interesting. I think I have the gold cartridge on 64, and it's uh, 1.0. That's so, that's wild. Yeah, I had the same thing. It's wild um, to think about the cartridges that are like that, where there is an updated form in the past before online updates. Do you know, Jake, uh, a friend of mine claimed in youth, this friend was notorious for telling tall tales and being a big old fibber. So mm-hmm. I took it with a grain of salt. <laughs> but now talking about 1.0, 1.1, friend of mine claimed that when you beat Ganondorf before the Ganon change. I can already tell this is crap. <laughs> <laughs> the claim was that in one point in whatever cartridge this friend had ganondorf would spit up green blood instead of red blood no that's real is it real yeah you didn't see that when you played through so in the original in like 1.0 it's red blood but they didn't want it to be um i, I don't i guess they thought it was just too mature or something so they changed it to green no kidding in the Wii wow. U version, that's what it is, and I think in the 3DS version also. But I just shared an image of uh, of the mirror shield. I I had the 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 crescent moon mirror shield. Yeah, I always thought that was cooler than the updated one, but I get it. Yeah, it's really weird when you start appropriating other people's cultures for your game, and you don't know what you're using. Yeah, we you can't really. I guess it's a good thing that they updated it immediately that is kind of <laughs> funny though like they didn't have anyone to be like you think this is okay yeah i didn't know true. what it was i just thought it was a moon and a star and i was like that's cool but then also when you realize it's in the desert area um mm-hmm. that could also have some you know implications i mean since we're talking about it this game really has some implications on the gerudo in general it's really f- kind of fucking racist yeah they go pretty far with the races yeah, they're they're all just the the desert people are all the thieves, and once there's a male one, he's real real bad. Yeah, yeah, and there's only one male one every one hundred years. Really makes you wonder how they procreate. Uh, well, I okay, so I read the Hyrule Historia today in preparation for this podcast, and they procreate by basically kidnapping Hylian men, and 
you know, sexually assaulting oh. them, and it's real fucked up. I thought but, it was going to be, like, in Jurassic Park, but we don't need to get into it. No! That's... Nope, not Jurassic Park. They, they just clone each other. It would be cooler if they had a cloning machine. And then, like, they had, like, a demand every 100 years they have to clone a male. That'd be sick, but it'd also make Legend of Zelda very sci-fi randomly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you can't tell me Breath of the Wild is not sci-fi randomly. Well... That is true. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, a wicked man of the desert is what Zelda calls Ganondorf. I'm like, that is loaded. That is I mean, loaded. he is. And when you look at his profile. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, but it's also using racist tropes and it sucks so yeah. hard. Because Ganondorf's cool. He's a fun villain. He's got an iconic laugh. He has an uh, iconic uh, laugh. Uh. <laughs> He also has a like great scene where he just stares at you through a window and it's like, ah. Yeah. Freaked out. He also plays the organ. Very talented. talented yeah, man. he is an artist. He <laughs> trains horses. <laughs> almost actually took it in a Okay. Yeah, no, he is he's a talented he's a talented fellow for sure. He's just also kinda crappy. It was really funny getting to Ganondorf at the very end. And realizing the organ music in the background music is actually him just playing. Oh, yeah. He's just, just waiting, waiting for you. you. Yeah. Just waiting for you. Playing the organ and it just stops when he turns around. I'm just like, wait, this is diegetic music? I was actually hearing this in game. <laughs> Do you say Gerudo or Gerudo? I, I say have always Gerudo. said Gerudo. Same. Because you said, okay, because I heard you say Gerudo a couple minutes ago. When I was little, oh. I called it Gerudo. And it took me a little while for me to be like, to tell myself it's Gerudo, because no one ever, you know, no one in the game says yeah. that. Yeah, it's all, it's all just There's text. No voice acting. <laughs> I like that about the game, where it's just all red. I just wish the text boxes moved way faster. Uh, a little faster, yeah, yeah. It is so I, slow. <laughs> Hold up, there's two speeds in that game. They're so slow, or sometimes they just go lightning fast. Yeah, yeah. I... Like the, this game um, in general is slow. Owl. The oh, fuck. owl. I fucking hate that Kepora. owl. Kepora. Oh, man. Does the owl have a name? Kepora. Yes, but I hate it's it. also Raru. It wait. is also Raru. Wait. Did you know that? Wait. That's Raru just looking at you, just helping you along the whole time. That's the yeah. Sage of Light? Yep. Did they say it in the game? I, think I don't know. A, a Mask but it of is. Truth? Uh, statue might tell you that. No, yeah, it's that it's some, there is some sort of confirmation, but it's it's you know. Yeah. I hate that <laughs> so much. I hate that owl. Well, you're gonna have to swallow it. Uh, <laughs> I, I literally the uh, when I'm at the top of Delft Mountain and the owl's like, "Hey, would you like a ride down?" I'm like, "Thank you for being useful for once in your fucking life." <laughs> would you like me to repeat that? <laughs> yeah uh, and of course yes is the first option so then you know when yep. you're button mashing but um so when you when he brought you down to kakariko village and you landed on the house did you make sure to go up on the side so you landed on the roof and then went in and got the heart piece nope <laughs> not at That's all <laughs> there's a lot i want to ask you now that we are on the podcast hmm. yeah okay did you collect all the cuckoos in kakariko village and get the bottle Yes. Okay, cool. I how got many bottles one. did you get? Yeah, how many other bottles did you get? I had three total. 
Did you buy the milk? I bought the milk. You got the uh, cuckoos. Yep. You got the bottle from Rudo. Yep. So you missed the ghost shop. Yeah, I did, nope, did nothing with the ghost shop. If you catch oh, the ten big pose in high yeah, roll, the big yeah, pose. ten big pose in high roll field. I could never catch the ten big pose; they would go too fast. To be honest, that's like that's kind of a. It's annoying. It's the hardest one to get. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed and... really fucking annoying, so I didn't try. <laughs> you, you know, it's even more annoying than that, and I know you didn't get is the big Goron sword. I was about to say <laughs> you didn't get that, did you? Yeah, how do you get that sword? I did not get it at all. Uh, I bought the giant's knife, and it broke. Yeah. And I said, this game is just Dark Souls. (laughs) (laughs) So actually, to start that quest, you have to talk to the cuckoo lady as an adult. Wait, really? And get the pocket cuckoo? She gives you the pocket cuckoo. That's the start of the big Goron sword. Then I woke up the father with it. Good, good. Then you got Cujo. Nope, that that was it. Oh, you, you're supposed to go back to the lady and show her what you've done. She gives you another chicken. Oh, she gives you another whole-ass chicken? Another whole-ass chicken. You take that to a dude in the forest. He's like, yo, you're really cool. Will you deliver this mushroom to me? You deliver the mushroom. I think it's on a timer because it's going uh, yeah, to... If you don't deliver gonna, it fast it's enough, gonna go it bad. goes bad. Oh. Once you deliver the mushroom to the potion shop lady in Kakariko Village, she's going to be like, yo, here's the potion... Give it back to the dude. You go back. The dude's not there anymore. There's a little girl. The little girl's like, hey, you stole that shit from the forest. Here's a saw. Take this the fuck out of here. You get the saw. You go to Gerudo Valley. You see a carpenter outside of his tent. And you're like, yo, I found this saw. He goes, hey, that's mine. I have this broken giant's knife. I was going to go get it sharpened. Will you do it for me? You go talk to the big Goron. He's like, hey, that's my knife. I can fix it for you. In fact, I could make something even better, except my eyes hurt right now. So will you give me some eye drops? Then you go take the eye drop prescription to King Zora. King Zora's like, yo, I've got one frog left, but it's going to expire if you don't get it there in time. You get four minutes, no, three minutes to get the eye drop prescription frog. You can't teleport. shop guy oh yeah key key factor you can't teleport during this whole thing potion shop guy and lake hylia gets the frog turns the frog into the potion the potion goes to the big goron the big goron's like here's the receipt for a sword you gotta wait three game in game days which of course you can just sun song your way through Uh, and then he gives you in completion a fucking claymore that does double damage it's so nice so fucking good honestly <clears throat> that is bullshit. I hate that. <laughs> no, that's great. That's it was the nineties. It was the nineties, and but let's also be fair. That's a that's a for a long time. That was very much a Zelda trope. Is like having to deliver different things to different people, and then eventually oh, getting yeah. either a new item along the way or something at the end. But did you do the happy mask salesman quest? Nope. Nope. Not at all. I got. I got the guard to buy the one mask, and then I couldn't figure out who wanted to buy the skull mask, and I said, fuck this shit. <laughs> the skull mask is desired by the little creepy boy in the graveyard. Oh. Yeah. I guess, I guess that makes sense. Wait, no. I have, no, the, no, the wait, skull mask on. is Skull Kid. You sell it to oh, right. shit. You I was thinking, Skull Kid. No, because there's a re-dead mask, and that is what the kid wants. Right. I was, th- I was mixing up the two. Yeah, and then there's a Gerudo mask, and I think that's... 
I don't remember who wants the Gerudo. No, it's mask the Bunny Hood is the last one that goes to the Running Man. Isn't there a Gerudo Field. mask in the game? Yeah, once you do the four, then you can get a Zora mask, Gerudo mask, and Goron mask, as well as the Mask of Truth, hmm. okay, which lets you talk to the stones. Yeah, I didn't do any of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what it sounds like you didn't even play the game, Faden. Oh, uh, hold on. I played it and I finished it. I just played it with a master sword only. How many fair. uh, fairy fountains did you go to? I got, I got like a few. I got Din's fire. Nice, nice. That's the most important one, I think. I think the most important one is Faron's wind. Did you use that? Did that help you a lot? Yep, that helped me a lot. What helped me more, though, honestly, was save states. Um, <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I highly well, recommend Din, if play it with I save states. Din's fire is the only one that you really need, because that's how you get into the shadow temple. Huh. Well, I bet you could fire arrow your way there. It'd just be a pain. Is that what you did, Faden? No, no, I didn't have a fire arrow until I absolutely needed to get one at Ganon's <laughs> tower. Oh no, you had the fire by then, yeah. No, I, you know, I got the fire at then, actually. I did oh. not have it until literally the final dungeon, and I couldn't get past the part with the... Uh... You didn't see the very obvious camera pan to the pedestal after you beat the water temple? Um, nope. I mean, okay. the funny part is, I knew about that pedestal, and to do it, I just kept forgetting to do it. Oh, oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> did you talk to the Scarecrow? Did you get the Scarecrow song? What Scarecrow song? <laughs> that's something i almost never do too there is a scarecrow on lake hylia mm -hmm. called bonuru yeah and if you whip out your ocarina he's like yo i love singing uh and you'll play a song and he's like that's a cool tune you want me to remember it for you mm -hmm. and he will and it's like a secret song and if you play it in certain places inside dungeons he'll pop up and that's uh how you get all 100 sculptures is you gotta have Bonuru's song. There's but a you, hundred of those fuckers? There's How many Skulltulas did you get? I got like 20. You wanna know something? So I would say 10. The rewards you get for 10, 20, 30, 40, and 50 are good. The one for 100 is fucking bullshit. What is 100? It's unlimited is? rupees, isn't it? It's Isn't it like 500 rupees or something? No, 500 is the giant's wallet. Which is uh, 40. No, no, no. Like you get, like they give you a rupee that's worth 500 rupees. Oh, I read somewhere online because I was using a guide this time through. I read that it was unlimited rupees. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's just one big ass rupee, but I guess it could be. That's also but, funny and yeah. a prequel uh, to the freaking shit piece you get from <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Wait, what? The, the Korok seeds. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that that moment's great. Nine hundred Korok seeds. You collect them all, and you get shit. Did it. you go fishing? I went fishing as a kid. Okay. I got a big trout or whatever the fuck. Did you find the lure? What lure? There is an illegal sinking lure that you can find after you catch a, a record fish. I think. Well, why would I want to do an illegal sinking lure? Because that's how you catch the big lunker. Did you get the gold scale? What? 
Well, you can get the silver scale by diving in Zora's domain. You get oh, the yeah. gold scale by I think it's by catching like a really big fish as an adult. So I guess yeah, if you only played it as a kid. Um, but no. What does the uh, gold scale even do? It just lets you dive. So in the Zora one, the, the silver scale you can dive for like a a three count. Yeah. Think, right. Like the a gold four one lets or five. You, yeah the the gold one lets you go down for seven. But um. Why would that be necessary though if you have iron boots? I mean, it it just well actually, there, I think there's a um, you know what? I don't I don't remember. I think as a kid, if you dive all the way down in the uh, um the scientist house in Lake Hylia, if you hit the bottom, they'll be like, "I've been watching you. You can dive really, really far. Here's a gold scale, or not a gold scale, a heart piece. So th- it's just a right. heart piece. Oh, okay. Um, but no, actually, Faden, uh, not Faden, Dale. Um, yeah. Sorry, it's mixing up names um <laughs> so that that lure so i have played this game more than a dozen times since i was a kid and i never knew until like a couple years ago that in the original version there was that lure and there was a uh-huh. totally different kind of fish you could catch it, it looks like an eel or something i had no idea that that was a thing until just like a couple years ago Isn't i don't crazy? know how i missed it i had strategy guides and stuff too and i just never <laughs> knew that I don't Prima think, strategy guide. I don't think you. I don't think you got anything special for catching it, but yeah, like there are the normal looking fish, and then there's the really weird one that you can only catch by using that lure. Um, yeah, totally crazy. Hmm. There's just a lot of fun things. This game. This game was one of the first like open-ish worlds that I got to play around in as a kid, and it was just a lot of fun. Yeah. People people will tell you that Hyrule Field is empty. And no, it's not. There's those big, scary helicopter fuckers. <laughs> those helicopter fuckers. Yeah. Really yeah, those cool. freaked me out when I was little. Same. Did you um did you know that at night if you kill the um the Stalfos over and over again? Or I a think big one comes out too. Yeah, and like if you keep doing it, they'll keep getting bigger. Mm-hmm. I did, I did know, that. know that. I actually knew that. I was doing. Did you it know that if you wear the bunny hood at night, it Stalfos won't spawn? No, because I never got the bunny hood. Oh. Or if you stay on the road. Oh really? Yeah. If you stay on the walk path, um, they just won't they show won't up. Summon. Yep. Okay, that's interesting. I had a question about the overworld. Is it easier to navigate with a pono? Did you get a Pona? Nope. What? I didn't know how to get a Pona. I couldn't figure That's it out. That's fair. That's fair. You have to go oh, back as a kid like and a talk to Malin. That's like a staple of the experience. And I want you to you boot it up song. right now. I. You need to get a Pona. It's the horse. I, I have a Pona song. Oh, then just play a Pona song when you talk to Ingo. He'll be like, yo, you want to ride a horse for 10 rupees? And then you do that. And then you play a Pona song, and then you go get on a Pona and talk to Ingo, and he's like, "You ride well, boy. Care to race?" And then you got to beat him twice in a row, and then you escape the place with a Pona. What? I tried to do some of that, and that didn't work for me. Interesting. Maybe I just wasn't on a Pona to talk to him. I don't know. That's the key. And that's weird. That's very specific, but okay. There's a lot of specific about this game. It's the 90s. It's weird that... It's the 90s. 
Okay, I would like to say something. I, I would like do. to actually call you out, Dale. Please do. I, like, this is one of your favorite games. All time. And, like, I really see its charm. And I think I figured out why I'm able to play this game now at this point in my life. Okay. And that's because I am fully immersed in the style of games that Dark Souls is. <laughs> okay. Dark Souls That's is just Legend type. of Zelda Ocarina of Time. This game is as, <laughs> is as of fucking tooth as Dark Souls. Okay. I die way less playing this game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But also, like, the, you two listing out the deliveries for the bunnies. The, <laughs> not the bunnies, that's... but the, the, the mass. I was, I was kind of thinking of Ronnie's quest, to be honest. Like, yeah. as I was talking They all have this amount of immaculate steps. Mm-hmm. And oh, mm-hmm. I have to deliver a mushroom under four minutes to this person. Like this is this is they they just took Dark Souls just took Legend of Zelda design and added a better combat system. And it uh, is I don't know. There's no oh god, there is. There's Z targeting in Dark Souls. Yes, <laughs> it is bananas. I I don't get it now. I really don't get it. If you like this game, you should try Shit, Dark maybe Souls. Maybe I love Dark Souls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just need a guide with you. Yeah, you want to play Elden Ring after this? Oh my god. <laughs> I've gotten to enjoy the weird eccentricities of these mm-hmm. types of games. The weird logical requirements to proceed to the next step. I just... There were some moments where, unless you were waiting around for Navi's, hey, like, yeah, you were having a hard time figuring out where to go. Who would have Who would have thought after you beat Waterfire uh, Forest to go back to Kakariko Village, or alternatively to go to the one very small corner of Hyrule Field that is Gerudo Valley? Yeah, I actually was totally. Um, I forgot to go back to the Forest Temple. To get, I want to say it was, I don't, I think it was Saria's song. There was something that, oh. yeah, I had to go, I had to go not just back to Kokiri Forest, but to the Forest Temple uh, as a kid to get mm-hmm. Saria's song to go to um, the, the Goron guy. Oh, right, to get right. to, to, to yeah, Darwina. He's like, what's not... that jam? Who's got that music? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I have to say, after you complete the fire temple, not the fire temple, but the um, the Dongo's cave. Yeah. What is it? The Dongo's King... cavern. Yeah. Once you complete that and your brothers, your bros just want to hug you, Link runs away like a coward. True. He was going to pass away. I don't think he was going to pass away. I think he's just... He just doesn't know his sexuality yet. What a weirdo. Aren't the Gorons, like, made of rocks? Are they made of rocks? Yes. They look like they're made of hugs. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm sorry. This pile of rocks just wants to hug you. This pile of rocks just wants to hug you. Let them. God. I do hate that they have to stand up for you to talk to them. Ooh. It is the slowest goddamn thing. (laughs) It is like stuff like that really gnawed at me. How about how about your favorite slow of all time? My my favorite slash most hated moment in this game 
is when you have to wait for the King Zora to scooch his way across uh, his throne. It's funny. He's old. It's not funny. It's annoying. He's going, wait, 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 for a goddamn minute. It is basically minute. 60 seconds of your time. Just wasted. That's my life gone. Like, I don't like to measure my time like that, because if we do that, that's absolutely bananas that our life has to be maximized. But when I get to that scene, I literally feel my life leaving my body. You know, I, I want to touch on something really quick, because earlier you said that you would get to Jabu Jabu's belly, and that's where you would quit. And I'm mm-hmm. really sorry that that was your experience, because in my opinion, that is far and away the worst temple in the game like it's it's not it's not fun it's not designed well like it's not a good part of the game in my it's also kind of gross yeah it's gross yeah. it's like bile and juices and tissue that's true and also like the princess who anytime you leave in the room just like well why'd you leave me link why'd you leave yeah she's not awesome no, she's not great. And then you get engaged to her. True. <laughs> because she freaking, it was like an ultimatum. Yeah. Also true. Nothing better than an ultimatum engagement. This game has a lot of every single woman is horny for Link in it. Uh, quite a bit. I, I was genuinely shocked. I was like, oh, it's just literally everyone, huh? Yeah. Pretty much. Saria, Malin, yep. um, Navi, Nubora, Nubora, what's Naburu, the... yeah, Malin, Rudo, Malin, did you say Malin? I don't know. You said Malin. Probably. <laughs> that one lady at the bomb chew game. Oh yeah, the one lady at the bomb chew game. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, their their audio is always like... <laughs> The fairies. And that's just them talking. Oh my god! Oh, for, yeah. How could we forget the fairies? The fairies. Oh my goodness! I like this scream when they appear is oh! so disarming. I hate it. Yeah, it's like a shriek laugh. Yeah, and it's also going for exaggerated sexiness. So their boobs are very big and pointy. Because mm-hmm. it's the Nintendo 64. In we the don't 90s. Have round, yeah, we don't have round pixels. I don't know what a circle is. What are you talking about? <laughs> do you want to talk about our favorite dungeons? Let's do it. Jake, what's your favorite? Oh, it depends. Because <laughs> it's it's it depends on on the mood that I'm in. It's either the forest temple or the shadow temple. I like the forest temple because to me that's like when I think about Link, I think about how he's like a fairy boy from the forest, and it's just like eerie, and the music is creepy, and the go and it's like ghosts, and I just feel like that's the most like I don't know. I just think it's so cool. I think the design is so cool. I love how you like can turn the rooms and and hallways upside down i like how you have to shoot like the ghosts like their um their portraits and then they become like mini bosses and i love phantom ganon i just think he's so cool like the whole design of that temple is just so fucking cool to me mm-hmm. like that i i mean it's it's hard it's confusing for sure but like i i don't know i i love the aesthetic of it and then the shadow temple is like 
kind of similar. It's just like super creepy. Like everything is like themed after death. Like you're, you're mm-hmm. even on the ferry, which is supposed to be like the river sticks at the end there. It's like implied that people were executed and killed there. Um, I think the music is gotta love a too. boss fight with a skeleton on a boat. Classic Zelda shit. Oh yeah. Wow. That's oh, happened yeah. in multiple games. Yes. The, I, I always think of Skyward Sword when I think of that. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I'm also kind of pairing the Shadow Temple experience with Beneath the Well, which mm-hmm. I feel like you really have to, like, have done that. You Like, that's part of it, too. Th- that is part of it, for they're, sure. They're a pair. The old yeah, well in Shadow yeah, Temple it's... is the most Dark Souls vibes. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like when you go... Uh, to the spirit temple as a kid to go through the left path so then you can come back as an adult and go through the right it's it's the mm-hmm. same temple it's just you know you have to be a kid again which honestly i think is really cool like it I gives like you a, like it makes you like go back in time mm-hmm. i i do like that aspect of it where you have to go back and uh be your younger self in order to clear a puzzle of the future yeah so it, it yep. it's a good move i kind of almost wish they did that more I think that that's honestly the best dungeon because of that design. It mm-hmm. it plays with uh, a mechanic the spirit temple? that has yeah the spirit temple. It's not my favorite dungeon, but I do think it is the best dungeon. I had a lot of fun revisiting it. I find uh, the spirit temple just completely meh. I like oh. the iron knuckle points too. Yeah, I love the iron knuckle points with the big Goron sword because you're like whack 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 dead. I will say that when you see the giant idol. In, in like the main room. I think that's awesome. I think that that mm-hmm. design is really cool. But I mean, yeah, like overall, I think my least favorite dungeon besides Jabu Jabu is probably the Fire Temple. I just, it's just really um tedious to me. Huh. I mean, you don't like that saving your said, homie, homies? I like saving my homies. I just, I, I don't know. It's just annoying. Like half of it is just running into a firewall when you were supposed to go like, <laughs> one square over. Mm-hmm. I don't know. At least, at least the water temple has dark ink. <laughs> you didn't like whack a Volviga? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I think the design for that boss is awesome. I just think the the battle is kind of silly, but that's just it's so thing. dumb. <laughs> it's literally whack a mole. Yes. Yeah. What about you guys, though? Uh, my favorite temple is yeah, it's the uh, shadow and the old well combo. I just. One of my favorite things is falling through a floor and then uh, reading the sign that says um, it's more just like don't step here or something along the lines. And then Navi's like, that's what the sign says. I don't know why. It just kind of hit me and made me laugh. It's like, (laughs) yeah, the sign says don't go like danger below or danger above. Mm -hmm. And like you read danger above after you get completely owned by a spider. You're like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Little, there are little mummies way. down there. There are mummies Dark down Souls there. Energy. Yeah. They're called Redead. No, <laughs> no, those ones are Gibdos, actually, now that I think about it, right? Oh, right. Gibdos. The mummy ones are Gibdos, and then the Redeads are the zombies. With the I didn't. Bosses. Like, I didn't like the boss fight, though, the Shadow Temple. You don't like Bongo Bongo? No. <laughs> like Heresy. Big hands. Take it back. I I'm trying to think of a boss fight I truly liked in this game. Whoa. Hmm. Well, Queen well Goma. before we get to our favorite boss fights, because I actually do want to talk about that. Dale, what about you? 
I gotta bring it in with number three, Shadow Temple and Old Well. <laughs> so growing up, I was um, not the biggest fan of horror films. I was like what I like to refer to myself as a little scaredy cat. And mm-hmm. Zelda, this this outing with Ocarina of Time and into the Shadow Temple and Old Well was something that was like kind of my first foray into horror-ish, spooky-ish. And I was like, you know what? I can brave this. This isn't bad. It was just such... And, and, and now looking at it, the design is so cool. It's really I, spooky. Love it is using. Oh my the, gosh! Uh, the eye of truth to see where you need to land. Once you get mm-hmm. the hover boots, I love the hover boots. The I, hover I, boots I never are take dope. them off. Once I get yeah, them. those are dope. That's a dumb move. You should take them off sometimes. <laughs> um, okay, that's not true. I did take them off when I had to sneak past Gerudo. Yeah, like just for like something like that for sure. Yeah. Oh right. So when you're in the Shadow Temple, some of the rooms you'll walk into, it'll like stop your screen and it'll say that like the walls are talking to you or something like that. Yeah, that creeped me out. That was yeah. The walls are whispering. The spirits yeah. are whispering. Right. Yep. Like Navi would let you know that I can hear the voices of the dead and they're telling us yeah. to keep going. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's and it's also thank you, Navi. It's a gory mess in the well and it in is. the shadow temple. It's yes. like a torture chamber. Like they have that one part with the the like the wooden beams that are like at an X, which is obviously supposed to be like, you know, what people were like chained to. Yeah. Like if yeah. you think about it, like if you like think into it, like Yeah, it's fucking it's morbid. I think the lore thing stated that the uh, Shadow Dungeon is where they put all their prisoners, or it was. I think it so, was, yeah. Because yeah. they the have, like, jail cells kingdom. in at least one of those rooms. Mm-hmm. Shadow Temple's so cool. <laughs> While we're talking about dungeons in general, I do want to ask you two. Do you think that the dungeons are not that great, though, really? Because of the way that the game opens up in the back half, where you get a chance to go to any dungeon of your choosing, they kind of can't. You can't use items in an iterative way. You have to use the items that you are given in the dungeon itself, and that feels sometimes very limiting. I didn't get to use the Megaton Hammer in other anywhere dungeons. else. Yeah, yeah, and like the the Megaton Hammer is a lot of fun. It is. You can use it in place of bombs. Yeah, but. You can okay. also use it against Ganon when you lose the Master Sword. Oh. Like, you can use it yeah. as a weapon. As a, as a kind of weapon. <laughs> Why would you use the Megaton Hammer when you have a Claymore Big Goron sword? I did not get the Claymore uh, this playthrough. <laughs> I did not either. I, Every I just time, I'm like, yeah, Ganon, you could fucking have the Master Sword, dude. <laughs> like, I never needed her. I mean, if we're talking about like, 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 if we're taking away the aesthetic of everything, if we're just talking about like puzzles, I mean, I could, yeah, I mean, some of the puzzles are, you know, they could be a little bit better, for sure. The puzzles come alive in Ganon's castle, but more that's intricate. you know, the right? The puzzles do come oh, yeah. alive more in Ganon's castle because you can use everything. I think they also come alive in the Water Temple, where it feels like an actual puzzle to figure out. I do I do like the Water Temple. A lot of people don't. I do like the Water Temple too, but the boss is just boo garbage. <laughs> Morpha. Morpha's oh, not good. Shitty. That's just like the boss is. Dark Link not... is cool. Dark Link used to creep me out. Dark Link's alright. 
not a main boss though, just a mid boss, which is wild. Darkling should have been the main boss. Yeah. Yeah. But then you couldn't have a really bad boss fight. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> then you'd actually have a really cool one that didn't rely on using the item of the dungeon poorly. Can I can I just say that I of all of the Zelda games I've ever played, the design of the boss key chest in the 64 games is my favorite. Ooh, I don't yeah. know why, but like the the blue and yellow, it just like it it always made me excited to see that chest cuz I was like that's mm-hmm. so cool looking. I don't know. That's just me. I just like how it's how that is designed. I think it's different in the 3DS versions, unfortunately. But for the 64, it's like chef's kiss. Yeah, it's just the idea. I, I my favorite is the Wind Waker one with the big green chest. No, not the gr- big green one. Sorry, the spiked one. Spiked mm, one. Okay. Yeah. 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 But that's just because Wind Waker is so special to me. I did like the boss chest design. I I liked a lot of the... I mean, this is what Zeldas are now, right? Even Breath yeah. of the Wild is a lot like this, especially with the freedom of dungeons. I I, I can see where they kind of they um get to that point where they eventually say, all dungeons, kind of freeform, go to them wherever. Because Ocarina of Time really set them up for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do we have a favorite boss fight? Everyone, Bongo Bongo. Bongo Bongo? Why do you like Bongo Bongo? I like Bongo Bongo because I think it's really creepy, this weird guy with detached hands hanging down from the ceiling. And I also like Bongo Bongo because it sets up the um, ancient mechanic dude fight in Wind Waker. It's the same fight, but without uh, something drumming on the ground. And Minish Cap, too, I think, right? Is there one? There's also one that kind of that looks like it. Look, if I had a nickel for every Nintendo 64 game that had a boss where I had to shoot the eye in the hand, I'd oh, be a really Oh, and Super Mario 64. Man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I I get the appeal of Bongo Bongo, but I just I don't know. Maybe I'm tired of shooting hands, and I think the Wind Waker one is much more epic. It is it's, pretty astoundingly epic. Like the implication is you're fighting a god on that one. Yeah. This one is you're fighting a chump skeleton that likes to bongo. <laughs> well, maybe I like chump skeletons that play the bongos. The guy's got spirit. I mean, he's not a skeleton. He's a big. He's he's a big. Oh, true. Buff boy with uh with a, a big red eye for a face. Yeah. What um, exactly is bongo bongo? Undead. So I, funny enough, <laughs> I actually watched a video today that talks about the lore of the Shadow Temple and Bongo Bongo and everything. So if you'll notice, there are lots of guillotines in the Shadow Temple, and I I think Under the Well, I don't remember. But if you look at the walls in Under the Well, there's, and I I think also like one of the main entrance rooms of Shadow Temple, you'll see a creature with a face, and it'll have its like two hands coming out of the wall. It'll look like it's in a guillotine. So I think part oh, of the of the uh, well a theory is that Bongo Bongo is someone who was executed and is I guess undead or something in that dungeon guarding. Yeah, their hands and head got chopped off, but the head never came back. That's what it seems to be. <laughs> Bongo Bongo really just pissed off the public with their really bad Bongo playing, and so <laughs> just they were another artist to death. that isn't appreciated. 
Yeah, another artist unappreciated in their time. But in death, they find more fame. Cool. Yeah, good by for, force. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. I would chip a few bucks to their SoundCloud or whatever. See, yeah, here you were that's... disparaging Bongo Bongo. Now we've changed oh, your mighty mind. No, it's still a bad yeah. boss fight. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Can I talk about my favorite boss fight? Because yeah. it's super basic, but it's, in my opinion, still the best boss fight. So I think Goma? that... <laughs> no, no, I'm... It isn't. Oh, you said now, super basic, so I was. Just well, no, Sorry. I was gonna say Ganon. Like the <laughs> fight at the end with Ganon, there is there is music, but it's like actually I don't even know if there's music. I think it's just like silence and then like lightning, and the um a lot of the time Ganon is actually like a lot of shadow is covering his face and body, so it's almost just like you're fighting this giant silhouette while the lightning is flashing. I, I think there's. I think there's music, but it's it's like really really subtle, and this like everything's on fire. Obviously, it's just uh, it's just so epic. I just think that's one of the best boss fights cinematically in any Zelda game, just because it was like the scale. Like it just feels like the stakes are up there. Like Ganondorf is like he's literally giving the last of his energy to to go at you like a villain in a Dragon Ball Z show. I don't know. It's just like oh, I just love it. It's just a masterpiece jake have you played wind waker yes i just like i haven't played it in a while i just think about the final boss in that where it's just ganondorf with two swords well i will say again one thing that i remember from that fight is the killing blow and yeah that's pretty hardcore (laughs) that'll that'll get the job done for sure (laughs) that's like the antithesis that that moment is the antithesis of the entire game yeah, and also that moment's very, like, it is mirroring the uh, end of the Ganondorf fight where you seal the sword in Ganon's head. Yeah, You know, you, you'd think that he would start wearing a helmet because, like, <laughs> he is all about getting stabbed in the face. Yeah, yeah, truly. <laughs> it's poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> yeah, George Lucas is actually a secret producer of the Zelda series. <laughs> That's why it's all cyclical. Yeah, it's like uh, stanzas and verses. <laughs> stands and verses you know couplets <laughs> getting a limerick in here i also think the ganon fight is good the best one mostly because i lost my master sword and i had to figure out what to fucking do and so i threw like a hundred bombs at him <laughs> yeah. i that that was being Zelda, that was probably funny to watch. But um, <laughs> yeah. uh, you Just, know, oh. I will say when you're fu- when you're fucking up Baronade, that's pretty satisfying because like you're finally getting out of the dungeon, you're finally getting to like put it to sleep. Like if there's one thing that I liked about Jabu Jabu's belly, it was beating Baronade so I could be done with that dungeon. Huh. When you said Baronade, literally my mind went completely blank. I'm like, who the fuck is this? What, it's because what, it's so forgettable, and I memorized that that name because I had to fight him more than once because I couldn't beat him my first time. I hate that entire boss and dungeon. Yeah, you gotta you gotta just run around. <laughs> gotta use the boomerang <laughs> and use the boomerang, right? I oh, and then you never use the boomerang again. Like really? Uh-uh. You gotta use it in the spirit temple. You barely use the boomerang, which is wild. I don't know why. It just makes me feel weird. Boomerang is yeah. an iconic Link thing. Yeah. And you don't use it at all in Ocarina. 
Not really. Is there any last things we want to hit? Do you, did Dale, do you have any last thoughts? Um, when I was playing this game, I streamed it to a friend, Claire. Shout out again. I think she listens. <laughs> Shout out. Um, and Claire pointed out some of the aged flaws. And I have to come back to my frustration with not having a dual access camera. That that's true. This game this game's old. This game's can this game can buy a beer in a bar. Uh, uh, legally. <laughs> legally. As opposed like, to illegally buying like, like Breath of the Wild is doing right now. Right. Breath of I the mean, Wild like, out there with a fake ID. Like twenty three or twenty four. Yeah. This game might even be able to rent a car. Wow. Wow. <laughs> the true sign of adulthood. And there are definite moments where that shows, be it the content of the game and its kind of unimaginative would this game be better if it was 2d uh i don't think so i like 3d zeldas better i'm in the camp that i like 3d zeldas better i just don't think it would be comparable like to me this was like a tech demo Mm. this was a potential for the future i just think that it's as good as like an original zelda game could Mm -hmm. be it's just also being the first Zelda game on a 3D console, you know, like they had to do a lot of experimentation. So I just think it would be fundamentally different if it was 2D. I, I, yeah. I could not see it like that. I think uh, we should have had more 2D Nintendo 64 games, just in general. Robotron 64 was pretty good. The Tigger movie. The what? The Tigger movie. What? Was that a 2D N64 <laughs> yes. game? Yes, it was. <laughs> was it good? I don't know, but I just, <laughs> I, for some, something made me think of the Ticker movie game. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to play that for Game Club someday. Sure. <laughs> I suppose we could. Maybe we could play a bunch of <laughs> shitty 64 games as like oh. a Games Club special. Like, yeah. let's do one year, like, a dedication to shitty license games. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, the Shrek like fighting game idea. on Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, do you have any last thoughts for Ocarina of Time? So, I, I feel like, okay, so at the beginning of this, I was talking about how it depends on you know, my mood, basically, of Mm -hmm. whether I think that this or Majora's Mask is my favorite game. And that's because I kind of feel like they are different experiences. I feel like Majora's Mask is a much more um, personal kind of game. Like, everything that you do, almost every single story beat, like, you're supposed to feel something for certain characters involved, like, wherever you go. Like, Mm -hmm. in um, uh, Snowhead, like, you, you have to you know, you're bringing back this, not bringing back, but you're taking the soul of this uh, Goron hero who regrets not being able to be praised anymore, basically. And like in in, uh, the Great Bay, there's the Macau who's dead um, and he was a rock star and he also, I think, is supposed to be like the parent of the babies that you save. So I feel like that's why that's so impactful because it's very personal. But with Ocarina of Time, I kind of feel like it's more like Lord of the Rings. Okay. In that 
it's it's supposed to be this epic tale like mm-hmm. an adventure you know what i mean where you you go out and you go to all these different places in the world and maybe you're not supposed to feel like personal attachments to the different points but i feel like you do kind of feel like you're saving the world like i don't know about like frodo or aragorn or something i feel like frodo is a better or sam you know what i mean so like it's just a bigger experience i I really do feel like every gamer should try it at least Mm -hmm. just to like see if it's up their alley but i just feel like it's um it's a classic call to action story, a, a call to yeah. adventure where the hero yeah. has to rise to meet their destiny. It yeah. is epic in the uh, traditional sense of like the Odyssey is an epic or the Iliad is an epic. Yeah. Right. That's that's a good way to say it for sure. It's one of the first video game epics. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I really appreciated that vibe too, uh, personally. The, the, it was really weird because, like, so adamantly, I really would just say I fundamentally do not like this game. I think it was bad when I first played it as a kid when it first came out, and it was bad as an adult. But now, finally, beating it, I think it is perfectly a good time. It wow. is not. I, I don't think this game is as boring as i thought it was originally especially once it opens up in the second half after you get the master sword i think some of that yeah. stuff is good i feel like that's where the game really begins yeah that the 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 first bit feels like a prologue really to the last yeah. bit i do think this game does it just kind of suffers from being called the zelda game in a weird way where now I can find a Majora's Mask, which takes a lot of the same engine, and so, of course, they're better at making it. And I can enjoy that more in this same 3D space. Or I could play Link to the Past, a game that came out before and that I find is a more enjoyable experience because I like the exploration in it. But I also can't be like, Legend of Zelda The Ocarina of Time is overrated because it's really not. It hmm. is, I think exactly rated in its like influence but i don't know there's more fun times you can have i also i have one fundamental problem too that nobody ever really told me about and i still have hard issues finding any information about this and people talking about it this game's really fucking gay (laughs) the chic and link relationship is some of the most homoerotic shit i've seen of this era you you don't hang out with Zelda at all in this game. You hang out with her disguised as a man named Sheik. And I find yep. that truly fascinating. Well, there's a... I mean, I think that there's a plot point to that, but I get what you're saying for sure. Well, there is a plot point, but it also does the tradition of a woman disguised as a man and that the male still kind of has feelings towards in the same capacity that he does for his woman. And so it just really makes the undertone of the harp music during Sheik's theme that that are played for Sheik's theme. Very romantic, yeah. Makes it egregiously like romantic. And Sheik just straight up has a harp. And a dump truck ass. And the dump truck ass, yeah. And the dump truck ass. Like, Sheik's all caked up. What the fuck? And Sheik's referred to as a man. Dude, I like. If I didn't know Zelda was Sheik, 
Like, what what are you made to think? Like, when you two played it, did you know about the twist? I honestly don't remember. Yeah, hard to say. Okay, that's fair. That was a long time ago. I'm just so curious. Like, I need someone who hasn't, who has no information, who hasn't played Smash Bros, and who hasn't I mean, played Link Ocarina is also of Time. Referred to as a fairy boy a lot. Yeah, I don't know if there's yeah. Like... <laughs> I honestly think. Well, I mean, I obviously you could make the connection, mm-hmm. but I, I, I think in that world that fairy boy is like literally that. But well, yeah, it's. I mean, if we're talking about like homoerotic pre- comparisons, and also using the uh, fairy boy as a pejorative for a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean, pe- people don't say it nicely. I'll tell you that, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's like. I mean, he's a little, he's a little fairy also, boy. Also, the the you know <laughs> the are all thieves. Oh, we're so proud of him. He's just our little fairy boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think they're meaning it in that way. <laughs> I hope not, because then it becomes homophobic. Oh God! <laughs> I just think Link and Sheik are both really two cute twink boys, and it's just interesting that Zelda teaches you one song, but Sheik teaches you six. So that's so that's our Legend of Zelda talk. Should we we, uh, we didn't really talk about like the music that much. Other we we did for a second, but like, did you guys have any like favorite songs or anything like that? Ooh, like favorite ocarina song. Nocturne yeah. of Shadow, far and away. I love everything to do with the Shadow Temple. Mm-hmm. I also think that playing a game that early on that was so musically oriented kind of helped drive me to learn more instruments. Ooh, really? Oh, yeah. I think I think so. That's really cool. I like the Prelude Delight. For example, I have an ocarina. <laughs> <laughs> I do, too. Yeah. Would you, if you had not played that game? Probably not. I don't know. Uh, Faden, would you have gotten it for me if I hadn't played that game? I mean, I wouldn't have gotten it for you if you hadn't played that game, that's for sure. That'd be a weird gift. Here's the (laughs) Ocarina of Time. Sorry. Hey, here's a bust of Parappa the Rappa. (laughs) Here's my Parappa the Rappa uh, sheet music. I hope you enjoy. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Should we uh, get into some questions? I think so. There were some good ones this week, this month.
Our first set of questions come from Jcom. How Hello, has J-com. <laughs> How has Ocarina of Time lived up to its iconic status? Has it aged well? Absolutely. Jcom, I'm glad you asked. The uh, greatest <laughs> creation of mankind, the finest code ever strung together, still holds up to that title. 100%. I'm 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 going to say that I feel the exact same way. <laughs> Age is fine. <laughs> age is like milk. <laughs> no, just kidding. Age is fine. Hey, I... hey, you can age milk into cheese. Shit. <laughs> well, this is the smelliest cheese I ever played. All right. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, what do you think was the most important mechanic the game introduced? Z-targeting. Oh, yeah? Absolutely. Z-targeting has been a carryover into so many things. Like you pointed out to me, it's in Dark Souls. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, I also would agree with Z-targeting. I think it's so important because these 3D games really do not have good camera controls. Yeah, I mean, if I just want to be a little bit different, I think that maybe aiming and then or not aiming and and the hitting um playing a song and then that affecting like your environment in real time i think that's mm. that was kind of i don't know if it was revolutionary but it it definitely like in terms of the 3D environment mm-hmm. changing things in real time i think that was a big deal moving it's around pretty... the stones of time it's pretty cool yeah if someone has never played the game is it worth a play and which version? Because I think we all kind of agree it's worth a shot. If like if this is something that interests you, highly recommend playing. But which version should everyone play? That's uh, hmm, yeah, kind of a toss up. Because as I was playing it, I was like, "Damn, this game does not look pretty anymore." <laughs> and like the 3DS version is there. I feel like. It, oh, and I'll also say that while I was playing the game, I like to do the target practice games where you can get like a bigger quiver and things like mm-hmm. that. Um, and playing on the Wii, I, I don't know if the 64 controller just handled smoother, but like it was so clunky playing the 64 version. It was like it was like you you'd move the stick over a little bit and it would either go too far or not enough and then you wouldn't like miss it just i, I think just that's playing the 3ds version is like it's not even the same experience it's just so much smoother it's not even funny yeah maybe play the 3ds version if you want a smoother tie because aiming sucks yeah true. that's just true. true but i highly recommend you know since you own the game, obviously, or else you wouldn't download or, sorry, pull your ROM out of the game, I, I'd recommend emulating it just because save states. Save states are great. That's how I beat the final boss. Anytime I would die, instead of, you know, going through all the cutscenes again and climbing Ganondorf's tower and all that bullshit, <laughs> I would just hit F7, reload my save state, ready to keep going. Okay. That is a nice uh, nice feature, and I thought it looked just fine on the ROM I pulled from the game I own. 
Yeah, I think it looked fine. I mean, it does look weird when it's in widescreen, just fundamentally. Right. Because the game is a square. I should have tried to get, like, a CRT filter. Not CRT. Wait. Yeah, CRT. Cathode ray tube. I... Sorry, I just... Because of critical race theory. I, I was that, like, that also. <laughs> I need the critical race theory version of Ocarina of Time. Um, <laughs> final question from Jcom. Which song is most stuck in your head? Oh, Zelda's Lullaby. Easy. That one's just the simplest, and it's I. It's my favorite. It's just, like, relaxing, and yeah, I love that one. If I had to choose, I'd probably say the Lon Lon Ranch song because that pops up in my head. I just took this as song, so I don't know. Maybe they need an ocarina. I really but... like Song of Storms. That one comes in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, the music from the Forest Temple that Jake mentioned earlier. Really good stuff. It's such it's like this lilting sound that almost sounds like someone's singing. But it's mm. so electronic still because it's a video game. But but underneath it are these like uh, uh metallic sounding percussive hits. It's it it's hard to just say if it's yeah. an instrument or if it's someone banging rods and reeds together it's it's oh, adds it's really to the good. eeriness too yeah yeah this ne- uh this last question for today comes from the traveler hi the traveler what do we think the next step in the, is for the zelda series they also followed it up saying they didn't know if any new game was announced and on our Discord, which you all should join if you're listening to and you're not in, we were able to, you know, link the Breath of the Wild 2 trailer. And so able to help them out there. But I think we should talk about this. Where do you think that trailer indicates Zelda is going? I think it's going to continue on a more uh, puzzle, puzzles through the world kind of instance. We have seen uh, Link shooting skyward uh, to like these sky islands. That seems kind of similar to the temple format. I'm sure there's things to be done there. My biggest question, what I want to know, did Ganondorf take Link's arm? It looks like he did. I think it's fascinating that Skyward Sword got a, a HD release last year. And then the trailer for the next Zelda game is uh, floating islands and flying through the sky. And so I'm really hoping we're getting a Skyward Sword resurgence. Ooh, I would love that. I uh, I heard somewhere that the reason <laughs> that they uh, were going to make Breath of the Wild 2 is because that their DLC ideas were just too plentiful. So they wanted to make a whole new sequel. So whatever it is, I think it's going to be um, more interesting then mm-hmm. like i feel like there are going to be a lot more little details spread oh boy it. Oh just like boy. a continuation of breath of the wilds already like minute detail focus yeah especially oh, they'll have a lot of like imagine what they'll do with open spaces in the air and the things you'll find there like maybe parting behind the clouds or something oh man mm. <laughs> oh, i can't wait i'm gonna play the game for 12 hours straight when it comes out <laughs> That's what I did for Breath of the Wild 1. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it worth it? Oh, absolutely. Okay, good. 
I I have one more thing for us to do. Okay. Okay. So Suzor uh linked us to some quizzes. Oh, I forgot to do this. Now I had this I'm glad you didn't do it because this is my idea. I think it would be fun if um basically one of us does the quiz and see how well they do. And we do the hard quiz that okay. Suzor linked. Can I do it? Yeah, you do it. I do it? No, guest star Jake. Guest star Jake. Okay, good. I'll, I'll I'll read off the questions to you. Okay. That doesn't sound right. Does this make sense? Okay, the first question is, how many equipment capacities upgrades is it possible to unlock in the Lost Woods? In the Lost Woods? Yeah. You... How many equipment capacity upgrades? Okay, I feel like increasing the bombs or bomb chew limit. But just the Lost Woods? Just the Lost Woods. This is the hard question. This is for Zelda experts. Ocarina uh, of Time experts. Man, I think I'm going to say two. I'm guessing. Oh, I didn't give the... you the multiple choice. Oh, it's a multiple choice. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's between five, two, three, or four. It, I, I'm, I'm going to guess two because there's only one place where I think you can upgrade capacity and that's because there's a deku scrub with a target i know that you can get your um slingshot upgraded there and i guess it's possible that you can do the same with the quiver that's my guess all right second question if child link manages to pass the gates of Jeruda valley and infiltrate the fortress he can still get caught by the guards true or false Oh, I thought you were going to tell me if I was right for the first question. Uh, no, I'd have to submit the quiz. That, Sorry. That's that's different because that's like a coding thing. Um, yep, this, like is for, this can... is for real fans. Oh, fuck you. Because <laughs> <laughs> I... if he gets caught, he's going to get locked in the thing and he's not going to be able to get out because he won't have the hook shot. I'm going to say... But... but. What if he has the Gerudo mask on? Yeah, uh, I'm going to say no. <laughs> so false? I'm going to say false. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning towards false. I don't think the code expects that, so I don't think it would allow for things to play out that way. Right. So it would, you, you're not able to get caught by the guards if you manage to get past. Just my guess. Yeah. Okay. Number three. The infamous L is Real 2401 plaque appears not only in Super Mario 64's courtyard, but in a dungeon in Ocarina of Time. Dodongo's Cavern. All right. I'll click that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you want to give me the options? Nope. Nope. That's fine. You seem confident. Out of curiosity, what are the options? I really uh, want to know. Okay. The options are Dodongo's Cavern, Shadow Temple, Fire Temple, Spirit Temple, Adult. What was the last one? Oh, Spirit Temple, Adult. Yeah, no, it yep. is the dark. It is the Dongo's Cavern. All right. Question four: Which mask can Link sell for the most rupees? Skull Mask, Ketion Mask, Bunny Hood, Spooky Mask. I'm gonna say the Bunny Hood. Okay. Number that, five. That one's right. I can tell you that one's right. <laughs> well, because that's the last one. Right. And that just fills your wallet, whichever you have. Link can learn about what from the diary inside Dampe's hut? His fear of pose. 
Sharp and Flat Graves and Sun Song. The Hookshot, the secret entrance to the windmill. I think it's the hookshot. Okay. Link can reach the sacred forest meadow from the onset of the game. True or false? Damn. Now I want to go <laughs> try it. You want to tag in? Sure. It's true. You'd get your ass handed to you because you don't have any weapons, but yeah. Yeah, it's true. Okay, we're going with two. Okay. Yeah. Number seven. When Link meets the owl, Kapora, Gabora, oh my god, no, it's fucking not. Kapora Gabora, yep. <laughs> near the summit of Death Mountain, he'll offer Link a ride down to the base. If Link accepts, he'll find himself on a ledge near the back door of the house. <laughs> if Link enters, where will he find himself? <laughs> Inside a cage with a cow in a heart container. Back of the general store. Back of the potion stop. Chop. Top level of the windmill. Wait, because there's no fucking... Mm. It's the cow. It's the one with the it's cow. the yeah. cow and the... Yeah, it is, but I, I forgot. We talked about this we earlier did, in the podcast. We did, but I don't... But, but that's, the upper, that's the upper level. There's a cow in the upper part of the thing? Whatever. <laughs> I just know that there's a heart piece there. But we did talk about that. That's funny. Question eight. There is a certain grotto that can be accessed with the Song of Storms that contains a golden skulltula. A glitch was long ago discovered where Link can obtain infinite gold skulltula tokens by repeatedly re-entering the grotto. Where is the grotto located? Hyrule Field. Zora's Domain. Kakori Forest or outside Hyrule Castle? I think I don't know what it is, so I'm going to say outside Hyrule Castle. All I don't right. know either. Wow. Yeah, I never knew that. I've, I've never even heard of that. This is for true fans, so you know. Fuck yourself. Not us. <laughs> Nine. How many pots and crates are there are the Hyrule Castle Town Guard's house <laughs> in total? <laughs> Okay, so what are the options? It better not be like 37, 38, 39, and 40. Well, guess what, Jake? It's 49, 64, 50, 32. <laughs> That's still a pretty close spread. <laughs> Only true fans know this very obviously knowable question. Yeah, it's true. I'm like playing it in my head right now. Like, walk in. Ooh. Okay, so there's like six on the left, I think. Then... <laughs> I what are the options one more time? Forty nine, sixty four, fifty, thirty two. It'd be funny if there was sixty four, because it was on the Nintendo sixty four. Are you gonna but go? But now with I'm that? thinking that the per no, I'm not. You said fifty two. <laughs> uh, thirty two or fifty. All right, Jimmy. What should we do? I think it's thirty two. There's not that many. Well, there's like the three layers. I think it's three <laughs> when you first enter, and then there are some. On like under the window part when you Under go the up the 41. steps, and then and then there's one on each of the railings, and then there's there are not some 60. at the end, and then there's some on the left. I uh, there's not we can so eliminate the high and low, pick between the middles. So forty nine or fifty. The fact that it's forty nine <laughs> or fifty is fucked up. <laughs> that is pretty fucked up shit. Forty nine. Let's just go with fifty. It's even. Let's just go with fifty. Are we 50 final answer? Yes. 
All right, last question. Number Change, 10. No, wait, can we go back? Sure. 49. Okay. Last <laughs> question, number 10. Who guards the exit to the Kokori Forest in the beginning of the game? Mido. Mido. Yeah, what, what an asshole. Yeah, he's what? a douche. Wait, no, no, no. No, it's not. Because cause he guards to the fucking um, <laughs> Deku tree, right? Do you want the 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 um I guess options? Saria, Mido, Great Deku Chee, Know It All Brothers. Well, it's not the Know It All. It could be one of them. It's Mido. Let's go with it's Mido. Yeah, we'll go with Mido. Uh, all right, submit my answers. Are you ready to see if you're a true fan, Jake? Yes. Okay. Ten out of ten. All of them right. Great job. So bro. I hope so. Are you uh, the first question? Um, you got it wrong. It was three possible unlocks. You can get the upgrade to the bullet bag by hitting the slab of wood hanging from the tree in the center three times consecutively. The Deku Nut upgrade appears by showing yourself in front of the forest stage wearing the Mask of Truth. Finally, a Deku stick upgrade is earned in the same way with the skull mask. Oh. I didn't know you could upgrade those things. Nor did I. Okay, we learn something new every day. We're not fans. Um, we are learning. not fans. I don't think we've ever played the game. <laughs> you can get caught if you infiltrate past the guard, the gate in Jeruda Valley as a kid. Um, okay. It's okay. possible through a, a hacks of a careful launch from a cuckoo near the entrance uh, to enter the fortress as a t- child. However, a Gerudo's mask does not a Gerudo's mask does not fool the guard. Oh. At a guard who spots Link, will throw him into the river one scene. What? Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just pitches him right off the cliff. Yep. You are correct about El Israel 2401 is in the Dongo's Cavern. The bunny hood you can sell for the most rupees. You learn about the hookshot from the diary. You can reach the sacred forest meadow from the onset of the game, so you are correct. Um, Kepa Gabora drops you uh, near uh, the back entrance to go inside a cage with a cow and a heart container. You are correct. It is outside of Hyrule Castle where you can do the infinite gold skulletas. No kidding. It is 49 pots and crates in the house yeah. total. Yeah! <laughs> See, we got the important ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Mido guards the uh, exit. So you got 8 out of 10. Okay, I'll take it. It's a B. The average score of this quiz is 6 out of 10, so I would say that you're a true Zelda fan. Yes, I would say that I have to share that with Jimmy a little bit, too. Yeah, you both are true Zelda fans, for Ocarina of Time only, though. We did Ocarina of Time only, yeah. Yeah, this is the one you have. You you only have certification for this one. I love this. I really love this, actually. I wish there were more of these. Well, Suzor posted three quizzes. So there are more quizzes, and I'll also post the quizzes in the Discord, so anyone at home, they can listen. Obviously, don't do that one. I already spoiled it. (laughs) Which, I guess that brings us to the end of today's episode. I think it might. Jake, do you real quick have anything you want to promote that people should be on the lookout for that you're doing? Yeah. So August 1st, um, a game called, I think I've mentioned this before, but 
a game called Royal Duality, uh, mm-hmm. a visual novel game, is going to be coming out on Steam. It's It should be totally free. I voice a small character in that, and I think it'll be pretty cool. So I hope people play it and enjoy it. Royal Duality. That's awesome. Can't wait to hear your voice in that. Thank you. Dale, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, I don't think I do. I just want to promote all of the good people here listening and uh, make sure that they get uh, the promotion that they need um, to uh, lift, up, lift up others. <laughs> basically, basically, I think what Dale is saying, what Dale is saying here is if you, listener, have something you want to promote for yourself, just hit Dale up. And he will uh, promote it for you in this section. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Let us know what you want to promote, and we'll talk about it. Maybe. If it's not cool, we won't. Yeah, no racists allowed. No, I just mean, like, level of cool. You gotta be cool. Oh. You gotta wear sunglasses indoors. Yeah, fucking. I'm wearing sunglasses right now in my little blanket fort. Nice. It really makes reading my like screens hard. It has been a complete hindrance <laughs> to me. Yeah, but you're cool. But I'm cool. That's what counts. Um, for myself, I will have an article that's in the episode notes about As You Like It, the Shakespeare play, and Ocarina of Time, to continue my argument that this game is super fucking gay. You all should read it. I read the first paragraph, okay. and it was pretty good. I need to finish it. <laughs> well, that's the best part. So I think you're fine. Just read the first paragraph. It was nice. <laughs> now, Dale, what are we doing next month? Next month, we're playing another critically acclaimed greatest creation of mankind, one of the greatest pieces of code strung together um, Metal Gear Solid. The Metal Gear Solid. The Metal Gear Solid. The, the third game in the Metal Gear Metal, series. The Metal Gear Solid, yes. Not Metal Gear Ray, not Metal Gear Rex, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> uh. <laughs> sure, yeah. We're playing Metal Gear Solid. My my favorite game from when I was a kid, to contrast with Dale's favorite game, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I think it's a good uh, good thing to do. Yeah. We still don't know how to end this, huh? <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet. I think we can say goodbye, though. That's nice. Uh, let's Let's say goodbye. Jake, thank you for being on, as always. We can't wait to have you again. Yeah, it was fun to be here talking about one of my favorite games ever. Thank you for having me on here. Until next time, everyone. Goodbye.